everyone. Welcome back to Well Then, a podcast where we talk about all things wellness and putting your health first. I'm your host, Megan Scherer, and today's episode is all about creating a morning routine. So creating a morning routine is something that I talk about first and foremost with all of my clients. Um, the work that I do with people is really to help them build foundational habits uh, for their life. Um, health and wellness habits, mental health habits, everything that supports their overall quality of life and well-being. And I love to start from the ground up, so starting with your morning to impact the rest of your day. And morning routines are something that are talked about a lot, especially within um, circles of, of business and entrepreneurship, because everybody's trying to crack the code on, on how to be more productive and successful in life. And a lot of people point to a morning routine as one of the one of the elements that really sets them up for success. Um, and this is very much true. How your morning starts really determines how the rest of your day goes. Um, but there are some misconceptions when it comes to creating and maintaining a morning routine. And so I want to dispel some of those for you today. So this is just going to be a nice quick episode um, to give you some context for why a morning routine is important, how to start building one, and how to build one that really works for you. So I'll give you a lot of really tangible takeaways that you can hopefully start implementing first thing tomorrow. So being productive throughout your day has nothing to do with when you get up, but more so how you get up. You know, a lot of people talk about like, take on the day, you've got to wake up at 4.30 in the morning and start everything super early and that's the key to success. And for some people that very well might be, but for others, that might not work for them and their lifestyle and their goals. So it's not so much a, a specific time of day that is like the magic hour that will work for everyone across the board. Um, that's not what I'm telling you today. But there is a little bit of magic in the energy that you have when you get up and the energy that you cultivate in those first few minutes and hours of your day. So when we're talking about creating a morning routine, implementing habits that are going to set you up for a day of positivity, success, and productivity, I want to note right off the bat that it's not about doing everything, but doing something and doing it consistently. So I'd rather have you, you know, do one thing every day and do it really consistently, build a foundational habit and see results and progress from that one thing, then try to do 50 new things all at once. And this is something that I talk about all the time when, when I talk about habit formation. So what I'm going to do today is list out 20 different habits or rituals or practices that you can listen to and choose from based on what resonates for you specifically and start to incorporate those into your morning routine. So now, as you're listening, I don't want you to think like, okay, I've got to do all 20 of these things starting tomorrow, and that's what's going to, you know, make me be a, a better human. I want you to choose three things maximum that you feel like you can do consistently and seamlessly integrate into your morning to set your day up powerfully. And if three feels like a lot, choose two or one. Because remember, you don't have to do everything, but just start by doing something every day. 
So even if you do only choose one thing, that's a really good start. And that's, you know, better than better than you were doing the day before. And then just build slowly from there once you prove to yourself that you can be consistent. Um, and again, you can listen to my episode on habit formation if you want more support and guidance around how to create sustainable long-term change if you're running into barriers there. Um, I go into that episode, which I believe is episode 21, um, in, in how you can really get around some of those self-sabotaging behaviors or, or limiting beliefs that are preventing you from building new habits. All right, so here we go. I'm going to go through the 20 of these habits um, relatively quickly, not going to linger on them. So just write down the ones that are calling out to you that you want to try. And if you want to write down more than three um, that sound like they would be fun or empowering for you, by all means, go ahead. But just don't do them all at once. You know, just just try a couple at a time. All right. So here we go. Number one, setting a consistent wake up time. So again, I didn't I said it, it doesn't matter when you get up necessarily, but it's more so about how you get up. Um, but it does matter that you wake up at a consistent time every day. So if you have a really erratic sleep schedule, it can be hard to, it can be hard for your body to adjust um, energetically to that. And it can be hard for, for your mind to adjust and to know what to expect from the day when you're always getting up at a different time. Um, our bodies do like and crave habit and routine. So finding a time that works really well for you um, will be the key to helping you continue to implement the rest of the habits in your morning routine. Getting up at a consistent time often also requires going to bed at a consistent time. So I'm going to do a whole another episode on creating an evening routine and sleep hygiene. Um, but just really optimize the time that works best for you. So if you want to start waking up every day at 6 a.m. and you know that you're somebody who needs eight hours of sleep, then you make sure you go to bed by 10 p.m. If you want to wake up every day by 7 a.m. and you know that you are all right with seven hours of sleep, maybe you can get away with going to bed at midnight. But just set that consistent wake-up time and really start to do your best to get up at that time every day and even on weekends. So a lot of people think that you can make up for lost sleep by sleeping in on the weekends when you know you got too you had too many late nights and early mornings during the work week, and that's really not the case. That actually makes it a lot harder to stay consistent. So as tempting as it is to not set an alarm and keep pressing snooze, and that is okay sometimes, but try your best to to have consistent wake up times even on the weekends or not much later than you would wake up on weekdays. All right, so number two, do some morning stretches in bed. Don't be in such a rush to get right out of bed. Take your time to really wake up your body thoughtfully and intentionally. Send breath to your muscles. You can, you know, while you're laying down, stretch your arms overhead. You can um, gently pull your knees into your chest and do some, some really gentle twists from side to side to waken up your low back. Um, as you sit up, again, you can stretch your arms overhead and over to each side, really just starting to lubricate your muscles and your joints for the day, um, because if your body feels good, you will tend to feel better. So do your morning stretches. Don't be in such a rush to, rush to jump right out of bed. Number three, start your day with some visualization. So this is one of my favorite habits. A lot of people wake up 
and they start their day thinking about either all the things that went wrong yesterday and all the things that they're still stressed out about or anticipating things that might go wrong today. So they think about, you know, the meeting that they don't, don't really want to go to or, you know, how much they're dreading going to work or that presentation that they're scared they might mess up in. Whatever it may be, if you start immediately projecting all the things that you don't want to happen, you can see how you would be setting yourself up for a, a more negative experience throughout your day. So I like to spend those first few minutes when, it, when you're still in that theta state, your brain is still relaxed and, and vulnerable and receptive to implant empowering and positive images. Think about the things that you do want to happen. Visualize how you want your day to go rather than how you don't want it to go. So, you know, think about yourself getting up and going through your morning routine and having, you know, a positive attitude on your commute to work, positive interactions with your with your boss and your coworkers or um, your peers, your colleagues, whoever, whoever it might be that you spend your day with and really put out there that you're going to encounter success and joy throughout your day. Your meetings and presentations are going to go well. Your calls that you have to make are going to go well. You're going to make the sales that you need to make. Um, you know, even extending into your evening, you're going to have a great time with your friends or your significant other, or you're going to get that project done you've been working on for your side hustle. Like really visualize those things and feel them. Don't just see them in your mind's eye, but feel what it would feel like if that's really how your day went and bring that energy with you into the rest of your day. This honestly is one of, one of my favorite things to do. And it doesn't just have to be in the morning. You can do this anytime, but it's great to do in the morning to set your day up powerfully. Number four, make your bed. So this seems small, but it creates a small sense of pride and a motivation to do all the other things. The more that you can set yourself up for small wins early on, the more likely you will be to follow through on, on the harder things that you have to tackle and accomplish throughout the day. So just getting out of bed and making your bed and, and you know, pulling up the sheets, making it look nice, creates that small sense of pride for yourself and, and a sense of self-respect as well. Um, plus, it's really exciting to come home at night to a made bed that feels um, taken care of and cozy that you can crawl into and, and not as messy or chaotic. So like your mom always told you, make your bed. There's a reason for it. It's important. Number five, drink at least 16 ounces of water upon waking. Um, I also like to recommend warm lemon water for most people. Um, it's a really great way to um, help your body detoxify and purge out um, the, the toxins that your liver and kidneys were processing throughout the night while you were sleeping, um, and it gets your digestion going for the day. Um, I recommend warm water over cold because it's more soothing to the digestive tract. Cold water first thing in the morning can be a little bit shocking on your digestive system and cause it to contract, which um, is not good, especially if you're somebody who experiences digestive issues or you have a hard time going to the bathroom. You want to promote the flow through the digestive tract. So drink your water, rehydrate your cells after they've been dehydrated throughout the night. Um, I say at least 16 ounces of water. If you hardly drink any right now, that might be a little bit hard for you. So start wherever you can and work your way up. Um, or if you're somebody who is really well hydrated, that might be really easy and you might do 24 or more ounces. Um, but just listen to your body and, and really start to get that hydration in first thing. 
that will give you a great burst of energy as well. And especially if you're somebody who drinks coffee or other caffeinated drinks in the morning, it is so important to hydrate with water first, at least half an hour before, ideally, before you consume any caffeinated drinks. Number six, incorporate a green juice into your routine. So again, this is another really great way to continue to detoxify your body, um, ramp up your digestion, um, alkalize your blood, mineralize uh, your blood, and just really hydrate and nourish your body on a deep cellular level. So if you can make one at home, you know, throwing in all your favorite greens, whether it's um, celery, cucumber, spinach, kale, parsley, cilantro, uh, even some lemon or ginger in there, throw it all in, the more the merrier. Um, or you can just do like straight celery or straight cucumber juice if, if you prefer the taste of that. But again, just a great way to hydrate and create a sense of self-respect and self-nourishing first thing in the morning. Um, number seven, go for a walk. So once you've gotten out of bed, brush your teeth, done all those things, it can be really helpful to, to get the blood flowing. And um, if you live in a climate where the sun is shining, even if it's cold out, um, that's a great way to continue to wake your body up for, for the day to come. So even if it's just around the block or to walk your dog, or you might want to set a time goal that you're just going for a 10-minute walk or a 30-minute walk, whatever you have time for. It doesn't have to be, you know, an hour-long thing every day, but just stretching your muscles, getting the blood flowing, and getting some sun on your skin and in your eyes is so good for your immune system and your cellular health. Number eight, practice yoga. So obviously, the name of this podcast is Life in Yoga Pants. I'm a big yoga fan. That's no secret. I recommend it all the time. But it's particularly good in the morning to, to wake your body up. Sun salutations are called that for a reason. They help you greet the day. Um, and if you're not familiar with yoga, sun salutations are basically just a series of uh, poses or postures linked together. Um, they're really simple. It's like a forward fold. Um, and a standing stretch, and then you know you step back into a plank position, push back into a down dog. You can look it up on YouTube. It's really simple to do, um, and if you just do a handful of those, again, it's a really great way to start to um, lubricate your your joints, your muscles, your cells, and get your body awake and ready for the day. Number nine, read. So a few pages or a chapter of a nonfiction book that pertains to goals that you are working to achieve is a great way to start your day. Um, if you, for example, if, if you have goals within business and you're reading a book on um, finance or business building, while your brain is still in that more receptive state in the morning, is a great time to read and absorb new information. So Again, just it can be a few pages if that's what you have time for or a whole chapter. Um, if you prefer to read fiction, that's fine too, but I like nonfiction in the morning, um, something uplifting or inspirational or motivating or guidance of some sort um, is a great way to set yourself up for success with whatever that goal is throughout your day. Number 10, write. So we had reading, now we have writing. Um, morning journaling is one of the most powerful practices for your day. It can help you kind of mind dump and get all those things out that you might have been stressed about the day before or the things you're anxious about today. 
and get those out of the way so they're not taking up so much space in your brain. Um, it can also, again, the morning is a time where you're a little bit more receptive, so your creativity tends to be a bit heightened for most people. So this can be a great time to um, brainstorm and jot down new ideas and work through solutions to problems. Um, you can even just free write, like set a timer and spend 10 minutes just filling up as many pages as you can with whatever words want to come out. They don't have to make any sense at all. Just get them out so they're not taking up space in your brain. And maybe you'll want to revisit them later if something brilliant came out. Maybe you want to tear them up. Doesn't really matter. Just the practice of doing it is really therapeutic. All right, number 12. Make a ritual out of your morning tea or coffee. So if you are somebody who drinks morning tea or morning coffee, rather than, you know, really hurriedly making it and throwing it into a to-go cup and drinking it on your commute, wake up early enough that you can take 10 minutes to make it special and sip undistracted. You know, oftentimes when I'm working with people who um, I'm recommending that they cut out caffeine for whatever reason or coffee um, for, for health purposes, the biggest thing besides, you know, the burst of energy from the caffeine that they're disappointed about giving up is the ritual of it because they love, you know, the coziness of it. So lean into that and like really allow yourself that time to just enjoy the moment that of the ritual that you're creating. So again, sip undistracted. Don't be checking emails or on your phone or doing a million other things. Just sit in one of your favorite spots. Maybe it's your coziest chair. Maybe it's a spot outside, um, wherever it is. And use that time to reflect and, and really enjoy that moment for yourself. Number 13, make a healthy breakfast. So depending on your health goals and your health history and who you are and if you like breakfast or not, um, everybody's really individual when it comes to breakfast. So if you like sweet things in the morning, you might be more of a smoothie person or a chia pudding or an overnight oats. Um, if you like savory dishes, then like a kitchari, which is an Ayurvedic dish that I rave about, super nourishing, um, or even some eggs or avocado toast um, are all great options. Just making sure you have a balanced plate if you are going to eat breakfast in the morning. You don't want to spike your blood sugar, so you don't want to just um, be consuming processed carbs, especially if you're having caffeine too. Um, so making sure you have a nice balance of um, fiber, healthy fats, protein, um, some greens in there as well. If you're looking for more recommendations on all that, I have tons of recipes and guide guidance in my Holistic Habits e-guides on my website. Um, as well as a smoothie guide with like over 50 smoothie recipes uh, because I'm a little bit of a smoothie addict. I love them. <laughs> There's such an easy way to get in tons of nutrition into one convenient meal. Um, and again, going back to the same thing with your, your coffee or your tea, take the time to eat it mindfully. So one of the benefits of making something like a smoothie is that it's easy to eat on the go. But if you're going to choose breakfast as part of your mindful morning routine, I really recommend that you take the time to, to make it special. And again, even if it's only five or 10 minutes of you just sitting there undistracted, really enjoying your meal and appreciating the flavor of the food, do that. It is a really nice kind of special celebration to start your day and you deserve to do that. So make the time for yourself to do it. Number 14, write down your priorities for the day in order of importance or in order of difficulty. And again, start with those small wins first. 
So just like we made our bed first to get a small win, start with the things that are going to be easy to check off the list so that you have that sense of accomplishment and motivation when you go to tackle the bigger items. And again, writing this all down can help get it out of your brain so you're less anxious thinking about all the things and where they're going to fit in, and you've got a clear plan for how you're going to fit them in and what really needs to get done and what's actually not so important and can maybe wait until the weekend. Number 15, practice breath work. So breath work is a really great way to alleviate stress, um, to call in positive energy, to regenerate yourself on a cellular level, um, and to clear energetic blocks. So especially if you are waking up feeling a little bit stressed or anxious already, breath work can be a really great way to dispel that and break through that first thing in the morning. There are so many different types of breath work. Um, you can do box breathing, you can do holotropic breathing, pranayamic breathing. Um, you can just close your eyes and take really deep inhales and exhales and count your breaths for a few minutes. Put your hand on your heart, another hand on your belly. Feel your breaths as they fill your chest and your diaphragm and match your exhales as intentionally and equally. And just notice how this calms your nervous system and, and centers you for your day. It's a really powerful habit. Number 16, set a no screens policy. So this one I recommend for everybody, <laughs> no matter what other habits you're choosing, I recommend you choose this one too. So that's mean, this means no news, no emails, no social media no texts even, stay disconnected, and don't let other people set the tone for your day. Don't let strangers online or in the news or even friends and family set the tone for how your day is going to go. You get to decide the energy of your day. And then once you're in that solid place and you've got your energy locked down, that's when you can invite in energy from the outside world. Um, so again, I highly recommend making it through your entire morning routine with no screens. This is really hard for most people, especially if you're using your phone as an alarm, it can be so easy to just roll over and get right on there. So if you need to, I recommend using the screen time apps that allow you to basically lock yourself out of all of the non-important, non-emergent apps. Um, you know, you can leave your phone on if, if that is important to you and if you're expecting important calls or you know worried about emergencies um, but leave everything off until whatever time you're gonna start the rest of your day maybe it's 9 a.m. number 17 um, you can work out either fasted or non fasted so fasted meaning you've only consumed um, water and non caloric beverages um, this I go into in more detail in my intermittent fasting episode of, of why that um, Will, will be beneficial for some people, um, or non-fasted. So some people like to eat a little bit before their workouts. I recommend not eating a super heavy meal before your workout. Um, if you do work out in the morning, then you know you can have something, something light. You could have like a banana and some BCAAs or a scoop of protein powder, something like that. Um, and a lot of people find it really motivating to get their workout in first thing in the morning so that they have like a big win and a big sense of accomplishment for their day. Number 18, um, dry brushing before you shower. So 
if you've never heard of dry brushing before, it's a process where you literally take this special brush um, and scrub your whole body when it's dry, um, which supports detoxification um, and rejuvenates your skin. Um, it basically helps lymphatic drainage and um, helps clear your lymphatic pathways. And um, this is a great thing to do before you shower. So when you, you know, brush your whole skin, which you should start from toes up to head and move in a circular motion, um, which supports circulation. Then when you go and shower, it rinses off all those dead skin cells and clears those um, detox pathways for you, which is a great way to energize you for your day. Uh, along those lines, number 19, rebounding, which is basically jumping on a mini trampoline, also supports lymphatic drainage. So it really helps move that lymph fluid throughout your body um, to support detoxification, to support energy levels. Uh, if you're somebody who experiences a lot of fatigue um, or, you know, if you're hungover or something like that, this can be a great way to, to boost your energy and detox pathways for the day. Um, and you can do it for five minutes, however long you want. Um, you'll feel the difference after a couple minutes. Plus, you just feel so joyful bouncing on a trampoline. Even though it's a little one, you just you feel like a little kid again, and it's, it's really fun. I love my rebounder. And then number 20, uh, implement a spiritual practice. So this will look really different for everybody. Spirituality is very individual. Um, everybody has different beliefs, different um, gods or deities or they don't believe in God, they just believe in higher power or nothing at all, whatever it is, it can be such a beautiful way to start the day to connect to that, that spirituality and that practice through prayer or energy clearing um, or any sort of ritual that helps connect you to something bigger than yourself. Uh, this helps give you a little bit of perspective and trust in the divine timing as you start your day. So after you choose which things you're going to do, again, I, I recommend no more than three, um, then you go into the first part of your day, which ideally you're working on your passion projects or spending time with loved ones um, before you're going into other things which may feel a little bit more obligatory, like if you have a nine to five job or um, something, something else that you maybe aren't as excited about doing, hopefully you go into that now with a renewed sense of energy. So then once all of that is done, then you can connect to your tech and focus on your other priorities for your day again with a renewed outlook. So go through that list. You can re-listen to it a couple of times if you need to take notes and, and um, mark off a few things that you're excited to try and experiment with it. See what works for you. You might have a really hard time sticking to certain habits, but an easier time sticking to other ones. So again, just make it your own and, and find a routine that feels really empowering for you. And it, it will become this special time in the morning that you protect for yourself and that you know you feel the difference when you don't do it versus when you do it. And that's what I hope that you achieve is, is that more intuitive relationship where, with yourself where you can sense when you're off balance and you know what to do to course correct. 
And again, oftentimes our mornings are dictated by our evenings and even more importantly, our quality of sleep. So stay tuned soon for another episode on building an evening routine to support healthy sleep hygiene. Make sure you subscribe for updates um, on my website, empowered-bodies.com, so you can hear about the latest episodes and blog posts and events and workshops that I do. Make sure you subscribe for the podcast on the iTunes store um, or wherever you're listening. And share this with a friend if you feel like it would be helpful for them. Um, and again, if you have any questions or feedback on things you want to hear more of on the show, I am always open to that. So please reach out. Hope that was really helpful for you guys. And until next time, as always, have a happy, healthy day. And I hope you have a really good morning tomorrow. 